What's up, everybody? John from the High Jiu Jitsu Podcast. We've got Mr. Panza here. How you doing, Matty? Yeah, pretty Panza. Pretty Panza, huh? Pretty Panza. It's all those extra beers. I've been, I've been smashing down. Why have you been smashing extra beers, Matty? Oh, look, I've got a. It's been quarantine. I'm going to come back with less skill, so I need to come back with more weight. Everything to my advantage. That's a nice justification right there. <laughs> Maybe I should start drinking beers too. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I've been. I think we've all drank our fair share of uh, beers over the corona period i've been drinking beers because you're uh, celebrating i'm c- celebrating uh the birth of my first boy um uh, mr roscoe um oscar asked if you can if we, you guys can call him rocky rocky yeah and i'm actually not too not too upset at that yeah yeah rocky's a good name it's almost like a dream come true no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man it's just been beautiful um so yeah beers have been flowing for me too um and just good times have been happening and Maddie, you know what's exciting? Mm-hmm. That we're going to get started with jiu-jitsu again oh, soon. My life will return to order. How? How? Oh, many ways. Well, I mean, how, give me drive. Is that is that like? I'm, I'm not sure how to answer that. How? I feel. Well, what's going to be different? You know, life, quarantine life versus, um, you know. Uh, instead of not knowing what to do with my time (laughs) like I have something I want to be doing and I know I want to be doing as opposed to sit around oh I could do this I don't know if I want to do that you're kind of indecision and and, uh, lack of things you really you know that you you come across things that you really want to do well how long have you been doing Jiu Jitsu Matty? oh 10 years a long time right? 10 years yeah Um, what's brought you back all the time? my drive and a passion passion and you know um well how could i say this i feel like before i started jiu-jitsu maddie there was nothing that i really committed myself to of course like hsc and you know like making my room and doing that stuff you know and before i started jiu-jitsu i was lifting weights and i kind of i was committed to that and i'd always be going to the gym sometimes twice a day three times a day like I was living a bit of that, like the bodybuilder lifestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because there was nothing else. Like, it's what I kind of, hmm. what I knew. Yes. Um, but there wasn't, you know, of course, like motivation, that's in inverted commas there, would um, would wane sometimes because it just, I wasn't um, a very, I didn't really care. Like, I, of course I wanted to look good, especially at, you know, the teenage years and looking at all the girls around you and just wanting to, wanting to get, Fitter, get stronger, swole, swole. get swole, you know. Um, and then, you know, when jiu-jitsu came in, I found myself absolutely majorly loving something, you know, and Enthralled. just thinking about it all the time. And it felt good. It felt good because um, there was a passion, you know, and it was something that you wanted to do. And it's exciting being able to do that and wanting to do it and um, having that passion there. And I think, you know, thankfully the government has said, right, you're allowed to get back into it now and of course there's going to be restrictions and you know as we we're talking about before i've been sending out emails to the high jiu-jitsu crew to let everyone know about the changes in processes and all of that and as a coach you're gonna to have to mm. learn all about that as well um, which is what we have been doing um but just going back to a passion yes is what i'm just so excited about and and just fueling that passion with practice mm. you know not having it theoretical having it in your head all the time or God forbid, uh, not having a solo jiu-jitsu class again. So maybe the solo jiu-jitsu class can go back to the 
you know, the um, every now and then, and then the actual jujitsu can happen most of the times. Yep. Whereas the other way around, before it was like only solo jujitsu, and it it's not it's not bad. I don't mind solo jujitsu, but man, it gets to a point where you can only choke a dummy out so many times before you don't want to choke out dummy again, and <laughs> you want to choke out someone like an actual person. And you want the feedback of an actual person. You want to, you want the banter of an actual person, mm. and not just on the screen. Yeah, you know that's a big part. Having an actual person around mm-hmm. to communicate, who's also passionate about this same thing. Yeah, there's nothing better. I mean, there's not many things better in life than sharing a passion with someone and getting into it, getting to engage in that passion together. Yeah, which is what we all get to do when we come to class. Yeah, and it's awesome. Maddie, how'd that online class go? The one that we were talking about in the last podcast. The one that I, I did here with you. <laughs> oh, that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one, that one. Now, look, Maddie and everybody. Um, yeah, I, I think there's been some students who have taken to our online program really well and they're enjoying it a lot. Yeah. And I've seen so much improvement. And I think the majority of people um, just kind of didn't even want to entertain it and you're included just by nature of your attendance like you just yes. didn't want a part of it and i can't like you can't get it like Dude, you know, it, it is what it is you know because i've never had to question your commitment to like coming to class you know and actual grapples and actual training and you know the fact that it just wasn't it's not the same you know it's not but it, you know whatever we, we did what we could you know and we we, we used what we had yeah um and we might, that's another decision whether we continue doing the um, online. Because mm. we found a good little thing there, you know, and a lot of people, I, I shit you not, I have seen a lot of improvement in the students that have committed to mm. high jiu-jitsu online. I've yes. seen a lot. And their, their basics of the white to blue belt, you know, the movements like teeter totters, yeah, yeah. forward roll, backward roll, upa, um, and all the other ones, four points base. They, they got those down pat. So now what we've been doing with the people who have been coming in consistently is just building off of those basics. Yeah, nice. And then I'll go through like a technique. So in this technique, when somebody's grabbing you, this is what you do, but then you're going to need that four points base, you know, to, to switch your hips and come out. And then um, to their credit, to our students' credit who have been coming to class, like they've been doing it and been doing it awesome. Um, so it's been good. But Maddie. Jiu-Jitsu's coming soon. It is. Next Monday, we'll be back. PCYC letting us uh, in. Um, and that's what's happening. So, without further ado, we're here, yes, to talk about Jiu-Jitsu, and more specifically, to discuss uh, this next article on the High Jiu-Jitsu blog. And the article is, Maddie, Three Ways to Get Higher with Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah. And now we know... Um, <sighs> Is that not the best name for a school ever? Higher? Come on. Come on, Maddie. I mean, I can't really think of much I would name it any different. Higher, you know? And I love... Let me explain why then. I love higher jiu-jitsu because I love the fact that just like the triangle that we have that represents our school, um, that apex is at a spot where you just can't see. Like, it's, it's, it could be so high up you know, and every class that you come into, you're kind of slowly adding and like building on your skills and building, but there's no uh, limit to how high you can go. So it's not highest jujitsu because we're not at the highest point. No. no one's really at the highest point. You know, everyone's kind of building. 
So you're slowly, slowly building and building and building. And the, the reason why you build and you can go higher with jiu-jitsu is because it's just so awesome. It's, a, it's an, like the most amazing martial art. So in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about three of those major benefits, you know, which is how we can get higher with jiu-jitsu. So jiu-jitsu is a martial art and it can be traced back um, many years ago. Fundamentally, it's a system of self-defense. You see it in the UFC, you know, with every takedown, the chokes, arm bars, um, and just when the two people come together, you know, and they start like, um, when they connect, um, and that, that's when the jiu-jitsu starts. You know, you're also a good person. You don't intend on kicking people upside the head. There's never been a need to break an arm so far. So why do you even care about learning self-defense now? Maddie, why do we like doing jiu-jitsu? What is it about jiu-jitsu that we enjoy? What is it about jiu-jitsu that's brought you coming back um, for 10 years, non-stop pretty much? When you and I together had, had commitment issues previously with anything else, why have we come together with, why have we enjoyed this jiu-jitsu process so much? To bring it back to your triangle, it's like, you know, it, it never ends. You, there is no highest point in jiu-jitsu. It doesn't stop. You, there is always a way you can do something better. And then, yeah, it's a, it, you can always improve. No matter who, how good you are, you could, I don't, even Gordon Ryan, isn't, he's at the pinnacle of the sport. He's, I, yeah, probably, like, yeah, he's amazing. But I tell you this much right now, he is not at his pinnacle. Well, no. Well, he's going to keep getting better. Yeah. He's got the most phenomenal understanding of jiu-jitsu as it is. And he's how old? Like 30? 25? Uh, I don't know. I reckon he's like, I don't know. Imagine. 20 is 100%. Yeah, yeah. This guy has still the rest of his life to keep learning jiu-jitsu. Yes. And he's going to keep improving. So, <laughs> so Maddie, after this next year of training, are you going to be better? That's disgusting. That hurts my feelings. What's that? His age. How old is he? 24. 24. There you go. He's no. 24 years old, he can still whoop our asses. <laughs> Motherfucker. He's 24 Sorry. years old, and he's at the pinnacle of the sport, and he's got literally an entire life ahead of him. And you know what? When I see people compete, he's not one of these compete competitors who I think would go out there and blow out their legs. I think he's smart. Yeah. I think he's a very intelligent person, and I think he... I don't know, he doesn't look like one of those explosive, scrambling, gonna, you know, for lack... I don't want to name names, but... People like, uh, what's his name? Meow. Yeah. Who will willingly let his knee get hyperextended. Just because. Just because he wants to win. I don't think Gordon is like that. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think I don't know. I can't really uh, make an assessment. I don't know him. I've never seen him training. Well, I've seen bits of him. But he seems to train intelligently. You know why? Who's he coached by? Uh, I don't know. Well, you know, he's got the whole, yeah, the, like... Philosophy. And He's got the yeah. philosophy behind it. And that, yes. That is the biggest part of jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and to be honest, like before Danaher, you know, went online, because there was a, a very long time. He's been doing it for a long time, and his Facebook page hasn't been active for that long. Yeah. So before that, of course you knew about John Danaher, but um, I just thought it was a lot of hype, to be honest, like hype. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's like hyped in, to a certain extent. Um, but then, you know, you start listening to him, and of course, like watching instructionals and all that, and um, even just those Facebook social media posts, it's like, wow, this guy, there is insight into yes. this, and he's very intelligent. 
And so you can see how, you know, both like Gordon and all of Danaher's students, mm. they have the same, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if you're being taught by Danaher, chances are like he's going to impart that yeah. knowledge on you. And then it's up to you as well to take it and use it. So Gordon is definitely not an idiot. You know? um, and so he has the capacity too to take Danaher's teachings if he's smart, take his teachings and then build on them and develop them. So, you know, that's how um, I think jiu-jitsu always, like the whole jiu-jitsu goes higher and higher. Um, so, <clears throat> three ways to get higher in this article. What's the first way is self-defense superpowers. So, you know, why do people post-coronavirus world, sorry, I don't like, I know it's, it's not even fun talking about it, it's not even fun hearing about it anymore, just the whole, the, just the sound of it. That's what annoy me. But we've been stuck indoors for a long time. Why are we? Why should we come back to jiu-jitsu? And here's another question. People who have never done jiu-jitsu before, why would they want to start? You're getting all up in people's faces. And it's fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> when, you haven't been, when you haven't been able to touch anybody or get close to them. And yeah, you're, cra- you're craving it, I can tell. When social distancing is a thing, you know, when you're obligated to stay 1.5 meters from everybody in fear of a virus spreading. Um there are very obvious benefits to the practice of jiu-jitsu. And number one, self-defense superpowers is a big one. Mm. I think, you know, the people, ways to get higher with jiu-jitsu is by learning how to defend yourself is a very, very big one. And it's, for the most part, Maddie, it, uh, for a lot of people, they're not motivated to start because of that. Um, and I believe... I feel very strongly that um, in Sydney, no one's really thinking about that too much mm. because we're not we don't we're not a very violent city by any means. No. So you know um, there might be, of course, of course there are um, incidents that happen, and it makes people think, shit, you know, I should really be careful right now. Um, and by no means are we like you know a utopia. Like there's there's bad things definitely happen in Sydney and yeah. in Australia, not as frequently, you know, and not to the to the extent in other parts of the world, but there are definitely things that are going on. So when you learn jujitsu and you learn it from the the idea of self-defense, you practice how how to act in the interests of well-being. That's your well-being and it's other people's well-being too. You know, you build situational awareness and the ability to adapt in order to protect your life and the lives of those around you. You will understand how to nullify aggression with avoidance, with control, you know, and submission. If that you know, if needs, if that needs to happen. I, I love that word choice because pretty much all of that, you apply it in the actual jujitsu, as in the physical confrontational uh, self-defense aspect of jujitsu, mm-hmm. but then also in life. You know, you're looking at how to understand it and, or how to nullify, not beat someone how to nullify aggression yeah by avoidance mm-hmm. so avoidance is a big one how all right are we I avoiding know, are we avoiding problems Matt? like what, tell me more okay i'm going to use an example growing up you get told hey don't go down this road at night it's a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. or whatever it is or that sort of thing don't be there alone so your avoidance is being intelligent and not being in a stupid situation yes um you know, then control. All right. 
you're, say you're in a situation you couldn't avoid. How can you be aware of the, everything going on? How can you be in control of it? Don't be oblivious. Yep. How can you control something if you're oblivious? You should know what's happening around you. And that way you can start to pacify and nullify and go, all right, hey, yep, sweet, whatever it needs to be. I don't have a specific example in mind, but you can start to be aware. And once you're in aware, you can take control and, and maybe not control a situation, but you can guide it. Yes. You can give guidance to the narrative of this to the narrative of the, the situation. Which I guess is a form of control, but not like just like strong control over it. You're just kind of guidance is kind of like um, slowly nudging mm. a situation in a, in a in a way that works better for you. <laughs> you know? Um, for your well being. Yeah. Works better for your well being. And these skills that we're talking about go far beyond becoming a good fighter. Yes. These are not the fighting skills. These are not the... These are soft skills. These are not the go to a competition and win a gold medal skills. These aren't the BOUFC world champion skills. They're not. These are um, skills of... The skills that you need in as a human being, work, like operating, working in this society. And it's where like the layman, you know, in this world, like we're, you know, just regular people... Um, Maddie, what's been happening in America lately? Oh, crazy. And what happened? Yeah, crazy. And I'm not going to go into any of that. But, um, you know, Derek Chauvin, whatever, what what he did with uh, that George Floyd killing. Mm. If he'd known a little bit of jiu-jitsu, he wouldn't have had to control George Floyd that much to the point where he killed him. Yeah. You know, he could have had... Okay, it's like having um, your foot on the accelerator. Someone who's never known how to, who doesn't know how to drive, will put it from zero to a hundred and just keep it going there until they crash. You know, whereas like once you know how to drive, you got gears. Yes. You can go faster. Oh, oh, there's a there's a there's a corner. Let's slow it down and turn. So you can there's a gauge um, about you know the level of force that you're putting in any situation because the goal is for everybody to you know go beyond this situation you don't want to kill anybody you know and like maybe you do maybe as a police officer maybe he did intend to kill him you know that's a completely different like situation altogether well and in jiu-jitsu you have the ability if you want to kill somebody you can yeah and if you want to just pacify somebody until more people come in until backup comes in until you can arrest somebody that can happen as well Um, you know, I, I love the analogy of the car there, because the other thing learning to have learning about gears is is recognizing, hey, maybe I'm on the road with someone else who it's their first time driving, and, mm-hmm. and if I if I want to be aggressive, guess what? We're going to have a collision, or I could just slow down, let this person overtake me, and we'll both get away safely. Yes, and, and that's that- what control is. Control is slowing down and learning when to be the aggressor and when not to be the aggressor. We're yes. Learning when to let other people go and go, sorry, sir, yeah. on your way. Yeah, yeah. And as a cop, you're not in that position. A lot of, a lot of the time you have to make the hard decisions. Mm-hmm. I think you can make those hard decisions so much better if you have the skills to yes. do it. Absolutely. And so in a way, Maddie, um, again, like... I'm trying, we're just being very sensitive with the issue and all of that. But I think my, like, how can I make this whole situation better? 
I think I can make it better, me and you together, by educating the people who need these skills, giving them the skills, you know, like and helping them, helping make everything better. Because I've heard some craziness about ACAB, what is it? All cops are bastards, you know, and like, you know, F the police. But I'm like, come on, people, we can't do that. Police are humans too, right? They're humans, but we need the role of policemen in this world. We need it. You know, so why can't we not throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm. but do it better? Yes. And in order to do it better is these skills. And when I say skills of self-defense, um, the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu syllabus is just phenomenal for that because it shows um, how to find leverage in all these different organizations between one person um, and the other. You know, so if a person's kind of giving you this kind of aggression, you work with that aggression for, you know, to, to counter. Mm. You know, so you're not necessarily coming at people. You don't have to like fight them. You can work with what they're giving you, and so you can control. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, so in any way, in any case, the best part of self-defense is knowing that you have it. The best part of these skills is knowing that you have these skills. You don't intend for harm, but you also never know when it'll come your way. In the police's situation, you know it's going to come your way at some point. It's your job to yeah. deal with this harm. So, you know, um, have the skills. With jiu-jitsu, you're no longer a sitting duck in these situations, however rare they may be. So for the layman who, you know, is going for a walk to go get a coffee and comes across some complete nutter on the street, yeah. you don't know that's going to happen. But for me to tell you now, Maddie, Maddie, go for a go for a bike ride, what are the chances of you coming across someone on the road who like puts a stick in front of you and tries to like throw you off the bike you know what like very very low but I'd be lying if I hadn't seen it I remember just as a great example of that me and my friends we used to skateboard we used to have a longboard right so Mm -hmm. longboarding is not about tricks or any of that it's about cruising and and bombing hills Mm -hmm. essentially like smoother rides um we used to bomb hills and we were out one night it was like two in the morning which is the best time to bomb hills because the, the roads are empty yeah so somehow we managed to find, come across while bombing this hill, uh, a group of probably, I don't know, young adults would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. And they'd been drinking. So they were on their way home from the pub and we're bombing this hill. And while my mate's coming down the hill, I, I would come, he would come behind Jeez. me. This guy runs out and tries to scream at me from <laughs> while I'm coming down the hill at like 30k an hour on my skateboard. Uh, I was I was pretty lucky. I was able to stay relaxed and not panic, um, but I felt pretty close to death wobbles at that point anyway. And I've got this guy running out at me. My mate behind me, nowhere near as as experienced on a skateboard as me. What happens? He falls off. He, <laughs> man, his entire arm lost skin, sliding down the road, just from this like idiot running at him to try and scare him. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this group of them laughed about it, and it's like, man, not cool. Yeah, no, yeah, but that that group got their kicks out of seeing your mate fall on he, his face. Shit. And Pardon really- the friend, but he <laughs> ate it, man. He ate it. And like now you probably look back and it's funny, but at the time it's not funny. No, I and was that, could have, that could have been like I was running after him with my skateboard, yeah, like trying but, to hit him. Yeah. So at that point in time, my point about that whole thing um, is you don't know when you're gonna need it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember being out with my friends. Um, Nambo might remember, but in any case, like just the two words exchanged between my friend 
and this other guy. And within three minutes, Maddie, there was a group of about 20 people on four of us. Wow. And we just, I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, wow. Three words. <laughs> it was Anthony Lott's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in any case, like, you didn't expect this to happen. You know, they had a few words, like, exchange some, like, bands. Yeah. We thought they were friendly bands. I, yeah. I had nothing to do with it. And before you knew it, we were getting, like, just raided by 20 dudes, like, throwing bombs, throwing punches, throwing everything. And we're like, oh, what the hell? Um, so my point is in this, um, is you just never know when that can happen. You really, really don't. Even if you think you're good at pacifying things and, you know, you're not a violent person and you haven't been into into trouble previously, you know, and you've kind of, you're pretty good at evading trouble, sure. You just never know when something will happen where it's in your face and you cannot avoid it, you know, and you have to deal with it. Um, that's when jujitsu is awesome. Yes. Like, is, is, is life-saving, you know, because... I say this regularly, jiu-jitsu is like a superpower sitting in your back pocket. People can't see it, but they can sense that it's there. Mm. That's why it usually doesn't have to come out. Does that make sense, Matty? It acknowledges dangers, notices fears, and guides you to mindful action. So for example, next time you're getting drunk with your mates at 2 a.m., (laughs) <laughs> like going down, a, going down a um, going. What do you call it? Bombing a hill. Bombing a hill. But in the corner of your eye, you see a few boys like a bit loud walking yeah. up the hill. You're gonna be like, now you're gonna be like, hold on, let me just wait a little bit. Let's just pretend that we're mucking around on the other side of the road. Yep. Let these guys pass, and then I can go. I can bomb that hill without thinking that someone's gonna come over and be a di- be an idiot and yep. then throw a f- throw a stick in my way. And we won't have to have problems. Yeah. Let's just be a little bit more inconspicuous right now, perhaps, and then for a much better gain. Mm. So what that was, Maddie, is your your brain um, just understanding what's more safe and what's less safe. You know, and that's what I mean by superpower because it's jujitsu that's allowed you to have that secondary thought, like oh, not just oh, there's four people there. What can possibly go wrong? To now, it's like hold on, there might be a bit of an issue right here. Yes. Let me put on a seatbelt, you know. Let me realize that I can I can avoid a problem right now. Yep. And then by doing that, you can actually avoid problems. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, so possessing this superpower brings about greater confidence. The ability to do what you think is right without hesitation or fear or retaliation. This is freedom. It doesn't mean you can be rude. You're just well-equipped to deal with whatever may go awry. So, Maddie, for example, you are seeing something unfold. You're not in the midst of, like, you're not in the center of this, but you're seeing some very gross injustice happening in your face, right? Without jiu-jitsu, without any understanding of self-defense, of, you know, working with people's aggression, you might be one of those people that pulls your phone out and just starts recording. Yeah. Let me just record. Yeah. You just don't, don't know. I don't know why people, I do know why people do it. But yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That would have been the first example I came that came to my mind was if I had no idea what I was doing with jujitsu, I had no skills, and I saw like two people about to break out into a fight, I reckon I'd get my phone out and record it. Yeah. Well, but to be honest, Maddie, like what else are you going to do other than go there and maybe hurt yourself or make it even worse? Mm. 
Because a lot of the times people, like their reaction, their response is fight or flight. Absolutely. They'll either run away or they'll fight. And then maybe they didn't need to fight. Maybe their fighting response has kicked something off that maybe might not have been kicked off. But they have no idea because their stress response hasn't been um, trained. Mm. You know, so... Absolutely. I remember being on a boat party. Uh, We're we're out in Sydney Harbour. There's uh, probably 100, 200 people on this boat. Maybe not that many. I can't remember how many. A fairly decent size size number. Uh, And I'm there and then two people almost get into a fight. And I'm the everyone else around is kind of watching or yelling for their friend, mm-hmm. getting like it's focused on these two people. I just walked up, I stood in the middle very calmly with my hands up, just separated them, and I, I saw one of them, probably the more aggressive. I don't know who was more aggressive to be honest, but the one with more friends. I yeah. went up to him and said, "Hey, look, man." I just kind of pulled it, took him aside, and said, "Hey, look, you really think it's smart? You're starting a fight on a boat." And you're both standing by the edge of the boat. Yeah. You're standing with your back to the edge of the boat. He's like, oh, man, I've got five years kickboxing experience. I've been doing this. I'm going to kill him. I'm like, that's fine. I get that. But what happens if he just pushes you? And one of you guys end up overboard. One of you ends up overboard. What's going to happen? Look, just let him go. He's an idiot, whatever. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know the story. Um... But I was able to talk him down calmly, mm. safely for me, safely for everyone else. They split up. And I saw him later in the day having a good time, like chatting together. Mm-hmm. But they were getting ready to start sparking up. Yep. Everyone else was what? just getting tense with it and didn't know how, like, I was able to keep calm. That's a, that's a superpower. What about, you know, um, kickboxing background? What about they started the fisticuffs yeah. and he landed a beautiful Muay Thai head yeah. kick to the head? Absolutely, knocks this guy clean out. What happens there? And then he's on a boat, his head slams into the ground, and then we've got much bigger problems. Absolutely. You know, and then suddenly this guy, man, I'll smash him, I'll smash him. Suddenly he's down for like manslaughter or something, you know, or like assault. Grievous. um, And that's the thing, you talk to him, you go, what happens if you kill this guy? Like, were you going to feel good? No, you're not. You're not going to feel good. Yes, awesome, you are a skilled fighter. I acknowledge that. Yeah. But is that the answer for the, for right now? I don't know. This is a little bit off course, and I don't want to get up too off course. But, Maddie, um, at, in high school, I have to admit, like, I went to a boys' school for the first oh. three years of high school, and then <laughs> look, been full of testosterone yeah. everywhere, and you know everyone's stupid, and um, every time the smelt of a fight, everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. let's go, go, go. Everyone stands around cheering like and wanting it to happen. Yeah, yeah always. Absolutely. And I was one of those a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, I was young. I was the one in the center a lot more. Yeah. I didn't win many fights, yeah. but I mean, I was, still, I was the one in the center. Yeah, and I mean, okay, that might be a little bit of fun. But to be honest, I will tell you this. Every time a fight actually did happen, mm-hmm. the feeling went from excitement to just absolute, in my, in my mind, just disgust. Yes. Disgust. When you see someone actually get someone's face get connected with a good shot, when you see someone's nose just bleeding and you see their blood all over their school uniform, mm. when you see someone on the ground motionless because they've just been bashed so hard, I, as a kid, just wanted to throw up. Yep. I fucking, I hated it. I hated it. Mm. And there was one time in year nine, poor guy, he got this, it was mourn against this other Peter guy. 
And Morn got like so smashed that I was like, this is the most disgusting. Like I just, I just really, really, really hated it. And I never wanted to see a fight again. I'm like, this is gross. I'm not a fighter. Like I'm so far against that. And um, yeah, it was just not good. So a lot of the times you get excited about conflict, but when it actually happens, it's never fun. It's not good. It's not fun. No. At all. Even as, a, you know, being in it. I remember, I remember probably one of the few fights I actually won in school. Uh, uh, I beat this kid up pretty badly. I, I need him in the head. Like I didn't know what I was doing, but I, yeah. I pretty much ended up in a tie clinch just and need, need him in the head like three or four times. Terrible. I felt so bad about it for weeks. Mm-hmm. Like He started, he punched me in the back of the head when I wasn't even watching, but it just I just beast mode him had him against the wall me and him in like a tie clinch style bang yeah. bang um, and that broke him like I don't think I broke any bones or anything but he was not the same after that he mm-hmm. was like I felt so bad for it too yeah it doesn't doesn't end up in anything good it really doesn't um, but you know and our job as with these self-defense superpowers our job is to potentially like you know do what we can to help that, yeah, those situations Um so, for example, here's another. Here's a proper example according to this point that we're trying to make. Um, it was about a month ago, and I was walking with Ange. She was pregnant, and I was walking with Ange um, through Dulichil, you know, one of like my area. And there was another guy with a wife, his, you know, his partner, and a and a young boy, young kid. And there was this other guy who was just by himself. He looked a bit more, I don't know, rough. A bit more. He wasn't having a good day by the looks of it. Mm. And the kid, like the guy's kid, walked somewhat in front of the solo guy, like the, the guy that was by himself. Yeah. And this guy started having a, such a go at the dad, saying, well, get out of my way, man, because it was social distancing and everyone was pretty like um, anxious about coronavirus and getting the virus from people. And hey, they, he got really, really um, just angry with this dad. And the dad had his, like, his partner there and his little kid. And he had some crazy guy just screaming at him, getting in his face about getting in his face, yep. oddly enough. And that's when I saw that. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm walking that way yep. just in case. Yes. Because this guy who's got his wife and his partner there is definitely going to need like a little bit of assistance right here. Mm-hmm. So I walked pretty close. Luckily, nothing happened. You know, so I was just kind of, I was there just waiting, just in the wings. You know, if anything kind of like sparked off or looked like it was about to spark off, I would have jumped in there and I would have done what I could. And to be honest, Maddie, I felt so confident to do it. Yes. I felt extremely confident. I was like, you know, I'll sort this out. Not my own thing, but I'll help these people move on. You know, the guy's having a bad day. He might say things, I might do some things that um, he'll regret. Yep. And the poor other guy just wants to hang out and have a good day, good walk with his, with his family. Like, there does not need to be anything happening right here. Absolutely. And thankfully, perhaps, you know, with... Um, jiu-jitsu skills like i had the the ability to do that you know what that's a beautiful thing and it's self-defense of other people other people too man it's not yes just, it's not just physically it's not just physically but it's also mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. uh, good point I, I was on a train with two people from the country uh and i think they were probably high on on drugs like some hardcore drugs plus really racist and just being loud on a train mm-hmm. swearing and a typical whatever like they started trying to give this person who was sitting across from them they started just really picking on this asian kid mm-hmm. um 
who basically said, can you please not put your feet on the seat in, like next to me? Yeah. And that's all the, the person asked. And this per- these two, these two, like a couple, I'm assuming, went off their tree. So I, stu- I stood up and just said, hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then their attention was focused on me for about five to ten minutes, just running their mouth at me. And I was just kind of smiling and I'd say one or two little things to keep their attention on me, never instigating, but just trying to hold their attention. So this poor kid wouldn't have to cop it. Yeah, yeah. To make, like, I can, I can, I, I'm resilient. I can hold that. I'm not going to take offense to what Maddie they're saying. Maddie doesn't give a shit what you uh, say. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get angry because I knew my intention for doing it was yeah. this. Yes. Um, and then eventually, you know, when one person stands up like that, other people are going to then have the confidence oh, with you. what a big, big point. Yeah. Because then a woman behind me also stood up and went and sat next to that guy as well. So... Once, See what you started? You yeah. started like a, a trail of beauty, like beautiful People good, being good things happening versus you sitting back and not doing anything. Filming it. Oh, look at these racists on not the Not because you're an idiot. Not because you're an asshole, but because to... you're shy. Yeah. You don't know what the hell to do. You don't have the confidence to get up and say, hey, 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 and bring that attention to yourself. Hey, look, if these two bash this Asian kid, at least we've got it on camera so they can get in trouble later. That doesn't save him now. No, it doesn't. Um, so suddenly, as we say, you're not as shy with strangers. You're more social with your colleagues at work because you're not scared of conflict or them like screaming at you. Yeah. You can talk to your boss, you know, without fear of, you know, um, him getting upset or, you know, you guys can have open, honest discussion yep. without being intimidated about anything. Um, and you don't need, uh, you don't feel the need to control everything around you in fear of not being able to manage, you know, like you can, you can be so much more calm and collected and smooth if you have this awareness of your skills um, of jujitsu, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's that's huge, Maddie. In addition to self-defense superpowers, there are many, many other benefits of jujitsu too, and many ways that we can go higher with jujitsu. Yeah. The next one: learn how to learn. I love this. Learning how to learn is one way to get higher with jiu-jitsu, another way to get yeah, higher. That's a skill. Why? Talk, talk to me. What do you think? Man, learning how to learn. That's a that's like a mind-blowing concept. And it's something, that's probably one of the biggest things I feel jiu-jitsu's done for me. Um, uh, I was not a natural learner. Mm-hmm. Naturally intelligent, but not a learner, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, but I'd like to hear more. What can you distinguish? Uh, like, I can be very quick to understand a concept, mm-hmm. but then applying it and, and oh, that's maybe not quite right. Not the right way to, to define it. Uh, if you told me to just go and start doing, if you told me to go start doing anything and figure it out for myself, I... Uh, I would suck at it. Yeah. But if yeah. you showed me the basics, I'll pick it up quickly. And that I was an intelligent, but I was not good at learning how to learn. Yeah. So I can't. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. Hmm. Figuring something out for yourself and learning how to piece things together yourself. Yeah. Or relying on being shown. Yes. So well, I think there's there's like learning is kind of being shown. But it's also yeah. then taking it and doing something of it with yourself. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what we do at higher. Mm. You know, that's what like absolutely here it is. 
but there has to be a point in time when you take it and you start um, working on it yourself. This isn't the Matrix, right? Where Neo gets programmed. You just, just plug, plug in a USB to your eyeball and you get all of Jiu-Jitsu knowledge. Yeah, not quite like that. No, that'd be nice. So, so there's a process in Jiu-Jitsu, you know? Like you come into class, you do the warm-up, you do the technique, you do the rolls. Um, and within that whole process, of course, the, the school, the coach is facilitating it for you, but you're walking that path. Yes. You know, so, so the skill of being able to walk that path I think is such a benefit that you build get from jiu-jitsu. Yeah. How? You've acquired this skill, this superpower of learning leverage. Mm. You learn progressively that size, weight, and strength is of less important than you thought. It's still important, but it's of less importance than you thought. No matter what your physical shortcomings are, you, have, you explore the mechanics and you learn how to turn your weaknesses into strengths and your strengths into advantage. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're in shape or overweight. It doesn't matter if you're happy or if you're depressed. Jiu-Jitsu will adapt to the situation at hand and find the path of least resistance. It then infiltrates into every other part of your life. Slowly, you start to do Jiu-Jitsu with problems at work, when you're driving home, and in every part of your life. You take the powers learned inside of the dojo and you apply them to life outside the dojo. You're learning about yourself in this process. Yes. Um, so there is a, as you were saying before, there is a way, okay, so you're in class Mm -hmm. and you, um, you're interacting with the class, with the technique, with the instructions of your coach, Yes. you know, and that's important. And there's a way to do that as well. You know, you can be good at that kind of stuff and you can not be good. You can have a the attention of a goldfish, the memory of a goldfish, you know, and yeah, okay. And Maddie's just pointing to himself. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yep. That's me. Ugh. Well, but Maddie, like, so that's something that you have to work with. You know that about yeah, yourself, but right? I, but I've, I've learned how to retain it over time. Like you learn how to adapt. And mm-hmm. it's learning how to learn. That's what jiu-jitsu is. Well then, okay, so you got your um, interaction with the class and then you've got your path that we're talking about mm. and the path that we're, that is yours that can go many ways as well mm. and learning how to learn would be understanding where you're good and where you're not so good mm-hmm. and working with yourself in order to get better yes because if you don't work with yourself then there will be no improvement. You know what I mean? Like you're the most important part of this learning process. Absolutely. You, the student, you know? So there is an element of just going for the ride. Yes. But in order, like learning how to learn, I feel is um, understanding, analyzing yourself, working with yourself, becoming aware of what you're, of what you in, like, what you're good at, or what you enjoy, your your habits, and understanding what to do with them, and how to improve them. As you say, we're always going higher. We're never a finished product. You know, I have my habits. I may have some really good habits. In I order to, to go higher, sorry. In order to go higher, you have to learn how to do it. Yes. Keep going. Uh, 
Oh, I've lost it now. Sorry. That's all right. Goldfish. I jumped, <laughs> <laughs> I jumped uh, in there. No, that's all right. I think I was jumping in a bit too. It's men. Um, absolutely. You know, um, you're learning about yourself in the process, okay? And as you learn about your own habits, uh, the, sorry? No, I just kind of remember. You, you, you've got your habits, right? Yeah. Uh, you, I may have some really good habits, some really good things I do in jiu-jitsu. I might have a perfect anchor foot. I say yeah. I've got a perfect anchor foot underneath so I can... No, it's not perfect though. It's good. It's a really good anchor foot, but I bet you I can do it better still. Mm-hmm. Learning that, hey, just because it's good doesn't mean it can't be sharper or better. Yeah. Um, also means don't neglect the areas I'm bad at just to have one really, really sharp spear. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And then my point is like, you got a sharp spear. Okay. But... You have to um, see it in your own head. But hold on. I'm just trying to win every fight with one spear. I don't have a shield. I'm not fast in case I need to flee the area and come back at, in some other way. I'm not strategic. I'm just relying on I'm that. just relying on a spear. Yep. You know? And the coach can tell you that. But oh. you, have to, you have to open up your ears and listen and say, okay, how am I going to develop another tool? you know like um that's such a beautiful concept just that one you have to open up your own ears there's times where your ego doesn't want to hear something and i'll be honest it's even happened with me and you there's times where you've said matt you need to improve here yeah uh and my ego was like what do you know i mean obviously i don't probably not quite that because obviously is that right is that right is that right you reckon (laughs) i need work here and it's like you take offense to it yeah okay hang on learn to separate this person just wants you to get better and he's acknowledging that this is an area that could do with the work. Don't get upset. Listen and be grateful mm-hmm. for someone pointing out something, a weakness. And that's something that you might need to overcome. Everyone has a different journey and attitude to feedback. Yeah. But hey, maybe you can be aware of your own uh, patterns of how people give you feedback. Yes. Because, yeah, people people give you feedback differently too. Absolutely. And you respond in some ways and not in other ways. So, for example, uh, this is a, there's a perfect, um, should we do it? Um, so, now with breastfeeding, um, little Roscoe, no, everyone's got their own opinions about yes. how to do it. My mum's one of them. So, like, <laughs> when my mum comes, sorry, mum, but she tells you what to do. Yes. She's come, like, we've had him for three weeks now. My mum comes in for an hour, like, you know, a week, let's say, and is like, no, you have to do it like this, you have to do it like that. So there's, there's, there's feedback, there's, like, there's ways it can be done. But even, like, no matter what it is, no matter what input is coming, it's up to you to work out how to respond to it. Yes. Because um, some really smart people once told me that there's a difference between a reaction and a response. Mm. So when my mum comes in and tells me, John... You have to nice. you have to hold Ross like this. My reaction is like put the wall up yeah, and yeah. scream at her back and scream yes. and say, Hey, like don't tell me what to do in a way. And that's like maybe it's a bit bratty. Maybe it's because it's my mum and I have like the confidence, you know, yeah, to, yeah. to say that. But um, a response is like, okay, my mum is doing this and I can feel it like a little bit of anger in, like brewing up in my in my stomach right now mm. 
but my mum means well. So let me just kind of work with this right now and say, hey, mum, yeah, look, you might have done that when I was a kid with me, sure. But right now, for the, like we're working on this particular way of you know feeding Roscoe or holding him or whatever, you know. Um, so that was a response because I didn't just crack. Um, and I think like understand as you said understanding your patterns yes is so much better off like that because i know for a fact that i tend to get a bit antsy at my mom like yes. very quick to click i don't know if it's a common thing maybe I, yeah i think it is just naturally naturally i don't know yeah, maybe because you know, i love my mom. my mom means well of course but um i think it's just important that we we become aware of who we are yeah. in order to learn more about other things yeah, but even just what you were saying about you know your mum giving you advice on how to how to hold the baby or, or breastfeed or whatever it is, that you're doing your own thing, which is beautiful, which is learning how to learn how to do it. You're figuring it out for yourself by going. We're working out what works best. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to go. I've been shown this way it works well. It suits eighty percent of situations, and just apply that to every situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're f- working through. And creating a system of going, all right, we're understanding how how to do this for every situation. Yeah. Because every situation in jiu-jitsu is dynamic, or is different, sorry, because it's dynamic. If I move my foot ever so slightly, in, in I turn my knee up from being down or whatever it is, it changes what you and how to react. So I can't just apply the same uh, technique every time. Yeah, the spear. It's yeah. always a spear. It's always a spear. It's not always a spear. So um, here is a very pertinent um, quote in this case. Um, Rather than fixing the body, Moshe Feldenkrais taught how to expand its capacities and range of choice. This is a quote from Moshe Feldenkrais. He says, I am going to be your last teacher, not because I will be the greatest teacher you may ever encounter, but because from me, you will learn how to learn. When you learn how to learn, you will realize that there are no teachers, that there are only people learning and people learning how to facilitate learning. Mm. Yes. I like uh, that. I like, I like that so much um, because that's all we're doing, Maddie. We're just kind of learning. We're just kind of, we're all making this up as we go, you know, and um, if we work together, I think we can, um, we can all get better. Absolutely. A rising tide lifts all boats. Yes, I was going to say that. Um, I love it. It's beautiful. Mm. So, the can we move on from that, Matty? Anything to say, any more to say about that? Um, no, not really. Okay. Part three, I don't know. Another way to get higher with jiu-jitsu. Ready? This is one of the, this is a B one. And I think we've touched, we've touched on it a little bit. Mm. Know thyself. This is because to study jujitsu is to explore the intricacies of human movement. Being a human is lots of work. We move every moment. We juggle the physical, mental, and emotional stresses every second of our day. As you seek to control others, which is what we do in jujitsu, first you have to know how to control yourself. That is big. Jiu-Jitsu is like your mirror. It brings things to light. Some say to leave your ego at the door. It's hard, but it doesn't work. Ego is part of you. There's no running away and coming back from yourself. Bring your ego. Bring every other bit of you along to high Jiu-Jitsu. It's all, it all needs to come in. Yeah. You, need, you need that little that asshole part of yourself. Good luck trying to leave that at the door. You're not going to leave that at the nah. door. 
that's coming in with you whether you know it or not you know use that but like use it to your advantage and flip it sweep it you know and put it in mount and finish it off if it has to be finished off you know but at least know what's there yes. that is self-awareness in my eyes check in listen to the many parts of yourself be curious what's working well for you what isn't which of your ways are effective and which are superfluous or ineffective see what i was saying to you maddie the other time maddie got to work on this yep and that maybe that is that little bratty part of your brain we've all got it i've got it trust me i've got it um you're like no leave me alone for help (laughs) shut up fuck off you know um okay hey i realize this is what i'm saying right now and it's not a bad thing that you're telling me you're telling me as your coach to go jump in your head yeah it's not a bad thing like in uh, like it's almost you're like but it's a, it's not a good thing if you don't realize that it's there yes you know and if you realize that it's there through awareness you can change it well maybe you don't want to change it maybe you're actually maybe I've been a dickhead an asshole to you like for the last week and you're saying John go jump like you know like but that thought's there and you okay if you if you think the thought ought to be there then let it be there but at least know that it's there first mm. does that make sense yes we have to be awareness comes from everything another Feldy quote he's like you can do whatever you want as long as you know what you're doing so you know I could tell Benny Marks Benny um this is the this is how this is a heel hook this is how I learned the heel hook and you can do this and you can do that and then Benny will take that and he'll be like yeah okay thanks I, I understand I, I get what you're trying to say but I prefer to do it like this yep. okay well what can you say to that like you can't say too much you know um, because Benny's on his own path of learning and he's consciously made that decision to move forward with this yes. and if Benny was intelligent he might give himself some more time to think about why I'm telling him to do that because I'm always right no, <laughs> but you know um, at least know what's going on yeah. first and a lot of the time I think that makes us realize that a lot of the time we don't know what's happening because mm. we're always on that autopilot even when we're doing jiu-jitsu on autopilot the beautiful thing about even still someone telling you to do it one way and then you going another way oh, I want to do it like this okay why yeah why are you doing like this If if because maybe they're doing it without being aware and by sparking that way of going, oh, I prefer to do it like this. Why do you prefer to do it like this? Maybe sparking that thought. Yeah, so you just went the next step. Well, okay, let's explore that further. Mm-hmm. So the onion, I just peeled off one layer. And you're like, oh, no, no, that's good for the second layer, the third layer. Mm-hmm. And you can get right to the core of it. Why do you prefer doing it like that? Oh, okay, well, I prefer it because I feel like the mechanic is better in finishing. And when the guy rolls this way, then I can defend that side. And when the guy rolls that way, I can defend that way. Correct. Cool, okay. Cool. What if the guy rolls this way? Well, then you go this way, this way, this way. You know, so the, the onion keeps kind of unraveling. Yep. If that's the if that makes I re- sense. I remember you once. I think you were telling me an exercise you did. I can't quite remember. Or maybe you got me to do it. Um, you have to uh, for for decisions you make. You have to ask you set the question why five times. Yeah, the five whys. The five whys, and so oh, sounds daunting and kind of annoying. Let's be real. But it is sometimes. But there's so much value in that mm-hmm. that's learning how to learn yeah it's like 100 percent. yeah that's like, like all right why am i doing it? let's really understand why i'm thinking this way yeah and get to the bottom of it what you do with that information is up to you as okay yes but you're like our motivations are masked a lot of the times 
in ways that we don't really know how or how like how it's masked mm-hmm. so i guess asking the whys is helping you to explore um the like deeper it just de- helps you delve deeper and there's always deeper just like there's higher there's deeper it's very like it's you'd love to go to the source you know but you're always kind of having to go around in circles and slowly slowly plot your way in and and learn um okay um maddie this is high jiu-jitsu amongst all the self-defense techniques the struggles and the submissions the superpower we know as jiu-jitsu weaves its way in and around your life and soon leaves you a mere shell of your former self the newer version is no better or worse it's just different calculated refined and above all potent ready to move in any direction without hesitation or preparation that's another filthy thing right there you can roll forwards and backwards you flow from side to side you can pivot shimmy then you can stop turn around and go the other way if you wanted to you're not held back by prior habits or emotions or fears you're free to do whatever you like you determine the path and the course of action this is how you go higher this is jiu-jitsu i love that mate because i think at the end of the day what we're trying to do as hopefully we've kind of um shown depicted over this uh podcast episode is help people understand their own path you know and just help people walk their path so much more freely and i think that's ultimately the, the biggest benefit of jiu-jitsu Absolutely. for example like when um when a coronavirus comes around the world and you know you, you can't do jiu-jitsu anymore yeah many times maddie this past two months i've kind of started clicking it like to people around me mostly my wife and then being like hold on i actually don't mean this this is actually this is just like a my brain just went into click mode and i'm like whoa and i think about it like almost as i'm actually clicking it like i'm like oh where did this come from jesus you know and i'm like i'll look at my like andrew i'll kind of afterwards to save face you know (laughs) you know you just be like hold on like maybe where did that come from um and maybe that's because jiu-jitsu is not there, you know, because you don't have, and of course you can do other things, you know, like um, you can meditate more, you can do other things more, but you need um, a practice that helps you look into yourself because there's so much happening within ourselves and around us that we need a bit of guidance, a bit of help. We need that mirror just to kind of just look at it and go, oh, that's what's there, that's what's there, that's what's there. And jiu-jitsu is my, my best mirror, my favorite mirror of all time. I think so too. I think that's one of the reasons you, you just can get so high with jiu-jitsu. Yep. And that's how we get higher with jiu-jitsu, people. We can get higher with jiu-jitsu by learning the superpowers of self-defense. I don't think anything has uh, had such a positive impact on my life than jiu-jitsu. In the sense that, like, it's just, I've learned how to be better. Um, I've learned how to learn. Mm-hmm. Even little things, like... I now know how to look back on my own actions and improve upon them. Maybe not now, but uh, even little things. Playing chess, I've learned how to learn. And I'm, I'm using jujitsu, everything from jujitsu now in my chess games. Yeah. I'm using jujitsu now, Maddie, when it, um, with a baby. Yeah, I'll bet you are. Because there's times that I'm like... Um, I'll bet you are. Ange hasn't slept all night and she's just really, really unreasonable with something. 
and what the ninety percent of my brain wants to click back. And uh, I'm talking about clicking. I don't click that much, people. I'm just, you know, hopefully, you don't think that. But um, look, you can get very frustrated at your partner, especially when you none of you guys have had any sleep and you got a screaming baby, and there's hormones ravaging. You know, and just so much change has happened in the past couple of weeks, and everyone's just in a bit of shock as well. Um, and sometimes, Maddie, my my lesson, I always think back to this. I'm like, accept the loss. Yes, tap out. Just tap. You know, accept the loss. This is a time where you just got to tap. There's no winning right here. Okay, fine. Ange, she'll take that one. Then maybe after the fight's done, the 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 animosity, not even animosity, but you know the 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 feels, the angry feels are kind of dissipated and they the the quelled. Um, you can talk about it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have to. Sometimes you both realize you were both being you just being <laughs> stupid. You know? it's like yeah, all right. Yep. Um, and that's jujitsu right there, people. Hey, I hope everyone um, enjoyed this. I hope you guys, just like us, are getting back to the mats pretty soon um, and just getting back into the thing that we love to do um, because jiu-jitsu is amazing and we all love it. If you've never done it, hey, hi, jiu-jitsu is back from next week. Um, let's do it, people. Um, any, anything to add there, Maddie? Nah, it's beautiful. Legends of Hire, look at your emails. There's so much coming in. Um, we're back next week from the 15th of June. Um, and we shall see you soon and we love you all ciao bye oops